nerds. This is the Pretty Nerds Podcast. Let's get into it. Now point your fingers up to the sky and pop through your nose way up high. Spin and dip and jump and gurport and finish it off with a laugh and snort. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl, Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl, Nay. So how's everything been going? Pretty good. It's been a couple weeks since we've recorded, so nothing really new on my end. Just preparing for the holidays. Got to put together this Thanksgiving meal, whatever I'm going to scrounge up. It'll probably be the same as usual, but I don't know. I might try to throw something special in there this year. (laughs) I enjoy baking new desserts or trying out new desserts, so maybe I'll try something new. If I wasn't the only one who was drinking or who drinks, then I'd probably do try some like new cocktail dish or, you know, cocktails or something. But, you know, <laughs> what about yourself? Um, Same here, preparing for the holidays. I don't know, like now that I have a child, it's like more exciting at first. I used to be almost like a Scrooge, like elf the holidays. But that's pretty much about it works. Ready for spring. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Girl, say that. Listen, this this cold. And it, look, it ain't even been super super cold, but I still I'm already over it. Listen, and I know like, um, I was telling my brother one year we came up to like your area, and it was cold as fuck. Like it was cold here, but it was like a bigger cold. I was like, hell. Yep, exactly. That's why you, you see that I'm in hell. So. <laughs> Anywho's, all right, so we got a quite a few, quite a lot of hot topics to get to. So I'm gonna start super light with the the kind of frivolous stuff and then we'll move into the heavy stuff. Um, so in white folks news, Kim K and Pete Davidson are apparently a thing. Um, she has rebounded to Pete Davidson after I guess, well, I don't know if her and Kanye are officially divorced yet or not, but they are in the process of all of that. Uh, Apparently her and Pete Davidson connected and now she is, they're actually like dating. I'm not super, super surprised with this because I think she saw how Courtney stepped out of her box and, you know, started dating Travis and is like over the moon joy. And so she was just like, well, let me try something new. I don't think it'll last or it'll go anywhere, but um, it definitely, it's a cute little rebound for her, I guess. Oh, he just looked like Beetlejuice to me. <laughs> Listen, he ain't, he ain't attractive. Like, I don't see the attractiveness of it. But again, like, if that whole concept of trying something new or just stepping out of your comfort box to refresh your palate was a thing, she definitely doing that. Yeah, that she and sometimes it works because I feel like you know when you go with your quote unquote type, it can kind of be a little iffy because I feel like all of her dudes fit a type. Yeah. Um. No matter even Blake, even though like he wasn't dark, he still was like a type that like you can see that she went for like the powerful, you know, mega rich and Pete Davidson. Of course, he's still rich, but definitely different. I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, I think she saw Courtney and how happy Courtney is. And she was like, yo, listen, 
I might have to give this whole thing a try. Let me try something different here. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully it works. But I, I'm like you. I don't see it last. Yeah. What? Could be a surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a rebound. Mm-hmm. Getting her some. Oh, yeah, you're going to be like uh, Scott in the middle of Italy? Really, man? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I will, I am kind of waiting for that Kanye meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Um, also Zendaya, she has her and Tom Holland. As if you guys have seen Spider-Man, y'all know they co-star in that together. There's been rumors about them for years uh, being in a relationship. They have finally confirmed that they are indeed a couple. I think it's pretty, I think, you know, I don't really think. I hate when like celebrities have to do the whole confirmation thing. I think it's been pretty obvious that they're, you know, in a relationship, especially like this go around because they've been a little bit more open in terms of, you know, kissing, holding hands, just living life as like young people. I don't think they feel the need anymore to kind of super hide it, which is something I always like to see, though. Like I love to see like when young people just get comfortable in their shit and they're like, man, fuck y'all, I'm just going to live. So. I'm, I love to see it. They look cute together. They seem happy. So salute to the young folks. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm definitely here for it. Like when I saw that, I was like, I mean, okay. Wait. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they seem happy shit. So, and I like to see that girl happy. She she seems happy and she gets so much shit from, from folks about her, about her acting, about how she looked. Like, oh, she's too skinny. Oh, she didn't deserve that little fashion award. Blah, 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 blah. She too young. She ain't what? no Rihanna. I'm like, the fuck? Luxury Law has her in the bag every time. I have not seen anything where I'm like, I mean, it fits her body. It's slender and like she is. It fits. And she's one of the more conscious actress as well like she does not take roles that are not meant for her like that alone i salute her like if there's supposed to be a dark-skinned black woman to play that role she does not take it exactly so i salute her for that absolutely um you know i love me some zendaya over here so (laughs) (laughs) anywho um now let's kind of get into the mess let's start since this has been going on for quite a while let's start with Astro World, um, as we all know, Astro World took place. I want to say two weeks, two weekends ago, maybe. Yeah. And huge tragedy uh, took place. Nine people. Well, I'm sorry, ten people now have been confirmed dead. Just all kinds of just madness around that whole catastrophe. I mean, if it if if a festival could go wrong, shit went wrong. Nonetheless, now we are two weekends out. We're seeing lawsuits out the kazoo now that uh, Travis Scott, pretty much he has become like the main face of of it in terms of people literally are talking about they hate him. They're wishing death threats on him. Um, People want to see him be buried. You know what I mean? Like they, the whole... I get. I don't want to. I don't subscribe to the whole idea of cancel culture, so I'm not gonna play. I feel like that's some political shit, so I'm not gonna go as far as calling it cancel culture. I'm just gonna say people want, you know, want no parts of Travis Scott in terms of that. 
Um, the lawsuits are piling up. The first one we saw was what, 70, 750 million. The yeah. next one is now up to 2 billion. They've somehow thrown Drake in there. Like, I don't like, listen, it is great. It's a catastrophe all around on everybody's end. But let's talk, like, what are your thoughts in terms of, I guess, the, the astral period, like the whole, the whole thing, like who you feel like the liability is on? Do you feel like Travis is getting kind of railroaded? Does he deserve it? Like, what are your thoughts? I, I'm not going to say he holds the entire blame. Um, I think it comes down to the promoters, the security, um, the organizers of the event. And even the city of Houston, because like just now, like looking at the reports, these people didn't even get the proper permits in in the proper time for somebody to review to make sure that, okay, safety should be the top concern. So I definitely think it's enough blame to go around to like, listen, I guess instead of Travis Scott being the scapegoat, which I know is because he's the big name. I definitely think he should have, should have stopped the show. I know so many people was like, well, Michael Jackson never stopped his show. You have, my. I don't think it's a, a good comparison because Michael Jackson's music is different. For one, his crowd was different. So whereas he didn't necessarily have to stop the show because it was, you know, it might've been one person or two people. His team was probably on it. The venue, you know, like if you can't take, the, I think, the same thing and say, okay, well, Michael Jackson didn't stop the show, whereas he had a show that it was in an auditorium. If it hit 20,000 people, it was 20,000 people, whereas you're in this space and you have 80,000 people. Like, I do think there is some responsibility for him to take there is that you, at one point, you should have stopped the show. When you see sirens coming through blazing, like, you should have stopped the show. And it's not like, you know, people like, well, he probably didn't know. He knew. From like reports reading, there's like literally, if you, I just feel like if it's too many people and you get people trampling and stamping, hey, cut it, let's roll. You know what I'm saying? Or let's get, regain control. Let the security regain control. Let us weed people out, get, you know, get the people out that need to get out. Then you can restart the show. You know what I'm saying? And then take it from there. Um, again, just looking at the footage where people are down on the ground telling people up top, hey, something is happening. And you get them, well, I move, 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 move. So I just think like, yeah, they they deserve to be sued. I feel like you just might as well just get your lawyer and try to draw settlement papers. Um, they definitely deserve to be sued. I don't blame, you know, any of the victims. I've seen people, well, why would you take your nine-year-old's child? I'm like, I act like Travis Scott didn't have a whole performance. I'm one of the biggest children's band out there. This is not the biggest. Fortnite. I don't know if Roblox is bigger, but I'm pretty sure Fortnite probably is. So I'm like, it's not like his whole audience is just 20-year-old ravers. I'm like, so I, I, it's just, it's a lot. Like, I was, you know, like, tripped out about it because I'm like, man, I've been to festivals where we've seen people fall out. But I've also seen where, you know, artists like, hey, 
somebody up here fall out, you know, and they draw attention to that person, like, hey, they need help. So I'm like, I've not seen where artists just like, hey, they fell out and then they just keep going or they don't draw attention to that person to make sure that they get aid and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just, it's tragic. Like, I can't imagine taking my child somewhere where they want to go and you like, oh, I'm doing this for them and and you not having your child or, you know, your college age child going to a music festival and that's, you know, the last time. So I, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I would counsel Travis Scott. I'm not a big fan, but I don't think he deserves to be counseled. I think it was just one of those perfect storm type things. Everything that could have went wrong, went wrong. So, where do you think festivals go from here? I, first of all, I think you got to have space. Like, I I don't like the general emission thing because I feel like you don't have a good, like, you can't ensure that it's going to be safe. Because general emission, you can just sell as many tickets as you want to, especially at a music festival. Like, I even think about the festival, like, we, you know, we went to Memphis in May. You don't know, like, oh, yeah, I sold 100,000 tickets, but 100,000 people might not want to see, you know, Snoop Dogg. So, this, I can see the mindset of, okay, well, 100, even if I sold 100,000 people, everybody don't want to see this one artist if somebody else is playing on the other stage. But I think there needs to be a cap. Of saying, okay, hypothetically, what if I sold 100,000 tickets and 80,000 of them did come and see this one artist? Is it enough? Do I have enough security? Making sure that people actually get their permits in on time. If you don't get it in on time, it's not granted. I don't feel like that there should have been a rush. I think they were saying like in two days to get a permit passed. No. This is a big fucking superstar a big performer, there's no reason why you should have held on to them permits that long. So I do think it should all be, you know, in place. I do think if someone, if you have a couple of people falling out and it's already hot outside, you should stop the show. Even if it's for a 10 minute break, you should definitely stop the show. So that's my my take on it. I do see other celebrities now where they are stopping and people like, oh, and now people want to be concerned. Oh, duh. Look. We've learned a great lesson. Um, so yeah, that's my my thing. And maybe even selecting, like, your mind can change, but if you go into this festival to see this person, select that you're going to see this person so I can have an accurate number. Okay. Or close to as accurate as possible. Mm. um I mean on my end I definitely like see the tragedy in it like I don't think you can ever you know not see how tragic it is that people like you said literally just went to a festival to a show to um to see one of their favorite artists and then didn't walk out of there alive like they don't get to see the rest of their days play out I definitely I place fall I think I don't know if I feel like Travis should hold as much fault as people are placing on him. Um, because again, he's a performer. He His his main job, I feel like, is to come to a show, put on a good show for his fans. And then, you know, that's his contract. Come on the show, put on a good show, and then, you know, walk off. His, 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 op, his 
you know, his, his contract doesn't stay or his object isn't to be more than what it is. He's not security. He ain't the club promoters. He's not, or, you know, the promotion. He ain't Live Nation. He ain't um, the, the police department, the fire department, none of that. Because, I mean, they were saying that people were jumping the gate, that it was over capacity. Where was the fire department in it? Why wouldn't Houston Fire Department say, no, nah, you know what? We shutting this down. They have the, they, as the fire department, they have the capacity to, as soon as they saw, not, nah, we done. This is shut down. Cut it off. You know what I'm saying? The same with the police department. Nope. This getting out of control. It's over. Shut it down. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like we have to, and, and also, and I hate to say this, um, I don't place any, like you said, I don't place any fault on the victims. But I think that we also have to 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 address the fact that you had grown ass adult people who were a part of trampling and killing people. You know what I'm saying? Like, where is the responsibility in that? Don't they hold some onus as well as adults who were in a crowd and you know what I mean? Like and just pretty much was went for a free for fucking all and was like i just got to get me out of here and fuck everybody else like where is the the festival etiquette you know what i mean like yeah. i feel like from the festivals that we went to or that we've been to there's kind of like a festival etiquette almost like y'all as people who go to festivals it's like this unwritten rule almost like you look out for each other like i remember when we went to well i um i went to the last festival that they had Memphis in May and Cardi B was performing and like a girl passed out and like Cardi didn't see that on the stage she didn't see what was going on but people in the crowd saw it and they were like pointing you know down to the girl uh waving at security to say hey this girl passed out. and that's how security knew oh somebody's down let us get over there they were making space to let people come in you know what I mean so like yeah. I feel like there's some onus too that you have to put on the people because like you can't just go to the fucking festival and just be like fuck everybody else and like how is it I think also too is that I was watching somewhere I was reading somewhere that a lot of people don't know when they go to things like this what are the rules if some shit break it if you know what I'm saying like yeah. what do you do if like there's no preparedness there um, and I think, I mean, it may be in the guidelines, like when you purchase tickets and stuff like that, it may have some information in there about if something happens, what you do. But a lot of us aren't reading the shit either. Like we have to, we have to bear some responsibility as human beings as well. You know what I mean? To be like, when we sign up to go to these things, to be prepared the same way when you fly, right? You don't yeah. expect no shit to happen, but you bear responsibility as a person who's getting on a flight with a pilot if something happens you're supposed to know what to do that's why they have that security little thing with the ladies in the you know where they show you the yes. little pack you know what i'm saying we all no. don't need it and stuff like that but still you're supposed there that stuff is in place and i feel like we have to put some onus on the people in the crowd as well because some of them were I mean, yes, there were children, some children in there, I, you know, because obviously a nine-year-old boy did die, but there were a lot of grown people in that fucking audience as well. Like, people who, like I said, where was the fucking festival etiquette? I'm sorry, I, I just don't, from going to festivals, I just don't understand how nobody was like, it, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. 
it just that whole situation yeah. just fucks with my mind too because i'm just like as grown people as y'all was trampling on folks y'all was <laughs> Did you see the account, um, just thinking about, of the guy that was, like, they were trying to help people out, and it was pulling them into the VIP section. There was a lady that was, like, you can't put them here. And he was, like, Bitch, you know, just went off on her. And I'm just, like, bro, it's a whole fucking tragedy happening. Does it matter? If there's free space right here, put the people there so they're not further hurt like what the hell like I definitely but do you remember like when we went to Wale and we saw him and we kept being pushed yep and we was like what the fuck and you knew it was because people kept pushing trying to push forward and it was this girl that was next to us like or or back from us and she kept trying to push forward was like you know no there's no space right here like and you can't exactly that festival etiquette though because we <laughs> we we knew listen baby girl it's not gonna happen i understand you trying to come forward but there ain't no space up here let's not do this and and everybody who was in that space understood that and was like yeah for real there's no space up here right not pushing. don't you know what i mean like listen. that's where i don't that's why i'm like a part of me is saying too like i know that because it's a tragedy we always want to put blame everywhere else but there has to be some responsibility that's buried on those concert goers as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously not the victims. We're not saying the people who died went there and was determined to die. We're not saying that. But I'm talking about the people, um, the hundreds of uh, thousands of people who was literally pushing and trampling on people just like fuck everybody else. I don't know. And I think that's, it's kind of where we're going is a, like, I'm not going to say society because I, I I can't speak for other countries, but definitely in America where we have this me, me, me individualistic mm-hmm. attitude of it's what I want at the moment. And then, then of course, you have people that want to follow that and say, okay, well, if they push in their way for it, I'm going to push my way for it. Like, yep. And it's like, bro, you're already at a concert that's probably reached its capacity 20,000 people ago. If you at the back at this point, shit, you just gotta take it. You at the back. I can imagine, like, if you going to Coachella and you going to see Beyonce, some people probably stood up there all fucking day long. Day, exactly. All day. I've been right here since eight o'clock this morning. It's the festival open. I ain't when it did nothing. Or if I did, somebody saved my spot. And it is what it is. So if you didn't get there, you didn't get there. And I like that's a very, very good point. And I just, like I said, they just brought out. The example when we went to see Wale was like, bro, yep, <laughs> they ain't doing this. You can't, whatever you shuffled your way through back here, yeah, the buck stops right here. Baby. And I think it was like a whole lot of us, like six or seven of us, like, you ain't gonna do it here. You can go the other way. Exactly. But you, you ain't gonna make it this way. Right. And I also <laughs> think that um, we also have to think about, because I saw a lot of people comparing. Uh, compare like you said people were comparing it to like Michael Jackson and this and that I'm like that first of all it's not the same comparison for one you can't compare and there people are pulling out all these videos oh Kurt Cobain stopped the show before or Linkin Park stopped the show before or you know Tiana Taylor stopped her show and I'm just like first of all a show in a small ass arena or with seats and stuff like that that's different than a festival and that also let me know that there's a lot of people who actually haven't attended a festival 
who don't understand that that's a whole different type of um atmosphere it's not the same as just going to a regular show or a regular concert and i i'll be completely honest in that i don't feel like you can say to an artist because like i said thinking about when we did go to festivals like that shit is from like there's the stage the gates and that shit goes back yeah, like you know what i mean pretty far back and i'm just like how is one person up on that stage supposed to see everything that's happening in, in that big ass space so and like i said that's why i feel like there has to be some people in the crowd too who are like as concert go you have to look out for each other like hey yo shit's going down over you know what i'm saying or like this or that stop pushing you know i don't know I don't know what the answer is in terms of festivals. I don't know where we go. I definitely think some things are going to change because I think that you're going to see with this Travis Scott thing, I think you're going to see a lot of artists, especially big name artists who are going to be like, nah, fuck a festival. I ain't doing it. Or either it ain't going to be general no more. It's going to be like a gate for you to get into where they perform as well. Like, like I, I just, I just, cause I'm be, I, I'm, I'm telling, I just don't see a lot of big name. Nah, I don't want that liability. I don't want that on me. Like, I don't want to have to be crowd control, security. I just want to perform. So I will stick to doing small venues and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really feel like we're going to start seeing, you won't see, a, I, I think that you're going to start seeing a lot of big name artists be like, nah, I don't want to take that risk because y'all going to quick, y'all going to be quick to come for me. Um, I think that we're also, I mean, listen, shit, we may get to the space where where the whole we you see Mark uh Mark Zuckerberg and his metaverse we talking about people will be able to attend concerts um in like a virtual world and shit shit you might get to that I, that shit may happen shit, like you might as well because motherfuckers don't be doing up here most of the part time be out there with their camera phones recording I'm like and exactly so um, fucking annoying to me it's like how you enjoy the artist with your phone recording like you can't be in the moment yeah so. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. And I don't, you know, I don't pretend to know. I Obviously, I feel like the grieving families deserve whatever they can get from it. I definitely think there will be some settlements. I think that pe- the, all the people who are assuming that they're going to get this big cash windfall, y'all don't, y'all not going to get a big cash windfall, especially just knowing how these big corporations and shit work. There'll probably be a lump sum settlement that goes out. And you may get a couple dollars off of it. I'm just going to be honest. Y'all may get a couple dollars out of it. But I, I guarantee you probably the general biggest settlements will go out to the people who the actually people passed away. Yeah. And then the rest is just going to be divvied out. You might get the, $20. the value of your ticket. Maybe. Exactly. Maybe. I don't um, know. Yeah. But I, can't, but I can't say that I want to see like Travis Scott. Like, cause a lot of people are saying they want to see Travis like never work again, be broke again, go back to. I'm just like, I don't wish shit like that on people. Like, I'm sorry. I feel like it's enough to have to carry on your spirit that people die just to see you. Like, I don't wish negative shit like that on people. You know what I mean? Like, I that don't sit right in my spirit. No, I don't. I'm not gonna go there. Like, I don't. No, I don't even think he should be counseled. Like I said, just probably. Like, just better precaution. And I know one of the biggest things that they going to use against him, which we see, of course, with civil court, they don't have the uh, great burden to, like, produce 
Ooh. all of this evidence is just your past concerts. Like, yeah. yeah, so that's what I'm just go ahead, settle, get it. And I mean, just going forward, maybe just having, you know, better policies in place. But I think most of the onus of this goes on the promoters because you saw what was happening. Like now, Travis it. might have not seen, but you saw what the fuck was happening. Yeah, absolutely. Security, you saw what was happening. Exactly. So stop it. Like, listen, Travis on the mic, stop the show. Until we can exactly. get some crowd control, stop it. Exactly. I don't. That's what I don't understand why nobody has asked a question. Why... Live Nation, you have all these feeds going, you see all this going on. You see more than Travis is seeing. Why wasn't someone in Travis here from Live Nation like, yo, shit's got real. We got to stop the show. Like, I don't, that's what I don't, they have yet to tell us why, what's Live Nation's response to that? Y'all were the ones holding this festival. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all should have had people in y'all ear security, whatever people telling y'all shit going down. Why wasn't somebody from Live Nation as the person like um who can c- call the shots like oh shit we hear it from security we hear the da da shit's going down we see it on the feed shit's going down pull the pull the plug turn right. the mic, shut it down turn the mic off shut it down like Look, again, like- the onus shouldn't have been on Travis because again if the, people are saying well the the there was an ambulance coming that ambulance was was back there like if that's fifty thousand, you know what I'm saying? If there's fifty thousand or sixty thousand people, it's in the back. How the fuck is he supposed to see that? You know what I'm saying? That's where again, that's where you have these spotters, these people who are from Live Nation and shit like that. So like, oh shit, there's shit going on back here. Shit's getting real. Cut Travis's mic or let right. somebody let Travis know what the fuck is going on. And I mean, but you still run the show, so it's listen, shut it down. Thank and you. There, there is literally on the and that's what I understand as well. Like when you buy tickets from like Ticketmaster and stuff, it tells you, like, listen, if something happens like this or blah, blah, blah we have the right to it terminate it. Like, so that's what I'm trying to figure. I'm like, you have all the right to terminate and still not give people their money back. Like, so it can't even be. I don't even think that, like. It ain't even a money grab thing at that point. So who were you thinking? Yeah, I don't know. Whole mess, a whole mess. Anyway, prayers to the families, um, the people who were hurt. Hopefully, um, you know, they take up, get some mental health help, yeah. you know, any people who are going to suffer from PTSD from that. I don't know. Like, like I said, I don't know where we go from here, what happens, but I guess we just have to wait and see. More tragedy. Um, and this tragedy obviously hits close to home for us because we are Tennessee girls. Um, young doll, he was murdered in Memphis. I want to say a, two days ago. Was it yes? No. Yeah. Two days ago. He was murdered in Memphis at, you know, his favorite cookie spot. If you've been to Memphis, then you probably all know the cookie spot he was at. Sad oh, shit. Sad shit all around. Like, Good dude, family man, loved his kids, good father. Like, I just, shit fucks with you, man. It's some shit you hate to see. And that was one of those things that you hate to see. Out of the tragedy, you know, we've seen some shit with Soldier Boy being completely insensitive to the situation. We've also seen some people calling out the cookie spot um, for 
because they put like a GoFundMe up to help to reopen the business and to hire some security or whatnot. People have been going at them saying it was insensitive, saying that they're trying to profit off of Young Dolph's death. I don't know. Like, I don't I don't necessarily think that they're trying to profit off his death. I honestly think they're just trying to have some security because shit, somebody was shot at a restaurant. And then literally when people was out there putting flowers the next day or having like a little memorial, some more people got to shoot. Like I shit, you know, I don't know. But what are your thoughts? So when I like literally I was driving and I just like click Instagram and that was the first thing that popped up and I was like, so and it like I don't know. I called my brother because I'm like, am I tripping? He was like, mine. No, he like mine. I'm sick to my stomach. Cause I was like, maybe it's so much loss that's just been happening just with you know gun violence in Memphis and then you know COVID that I'm just like, what the fuck? Like it 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 really like real life like touched me. Like I I just seeing on the news where people were around and they were pulling his car off, you know, on express like they just like I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna break down in tears. I'm not gonna break down in tears. Didn't know him, only knew his music, only actually seen him live in concert one time. But like I said, just all like he all around a good dude like always gave back always there like I ain't never heard him with people like you can't take no picture with him but everybody like oh he'll take a picture with you like you ask him he'll do it so yeah I just I think this is real life like on her community and I think it's one of those things where and I was watching an interview where they was talking with Floyd Mayweather said he wasn't coming back to his hood. And I feel like that. I'm like, I, when you make it, I know a lot of people like, I want to be real. You know, I don't want them to think that I made it and I'm better than them. It depends on where you're from. Right. Memphis, I can't say that I would, if I was known and I made it, that I would come back here. Now, I would probably be like, yeah, I'm going to help. I'm going to reach back. I'm going to do whatever I can do. But I ain't coming back like this. I'm not. I'm not coming. Like, listen, I buy your cookies, send them to me. But he was going up there getting hot, fresh cookies out of the oven. They making it for him, you know, just to be like supportive. And the video that he made, which I'm pretty sure it was to advertise, Makita's just opened back up from burglaries. So when people saying like, oh, you know, a GoFundMe, it was people literally asking, how can we help? How can we help a small black business not go under, not have to close this location, um, just not to feel this as much as possible because they had employees, they were there, that's PTSD as well. Like, okay, every time somebody come in or something like this, what's going to happen? And now you also have to think, now my store is going to be a memorial spot so just like how people go to Nip store, every, you know, when they ain't comfortable, like, I want to, you know, see the store or whatever. So it, I, I do think, of course, they're going to need security. They're probably going to need more staff because, again, it's still going to draw more business as well. Because people are like, well, since I'm here, I'm going to get cookies. Right. Or Dolph special or whatever. Give me three chocolate chip uh, cookies and a scoop of ice cream. I wasn't really messed up with them about the go for me because I'm literally caring and seeing people like, how can I help? Help, right. And even the business owner was like, they did the go for me account 
they did the GoFundMe account because, of course, in Losers Paradise, scammers had made unofficial GoFundMe's. So it's it's official. We know this is where you give. A local pastor here decided to just take upon themselves and say, I'll run it. And that's exactly what happened. Um, I know people were talking about, well, why is the amount so high? I'm like, I know this is a whole business that has distribution deals all across the city. I can't say about nowhere, but everywhere from South Memphis to the suburbs, the inner city to the suburbs, you can go in gas stations. You can go into big grocery stores. Right. And buy these cookies. So if they have a location that's closed, it bakes. How I got to keep up. Yeah. Business is not going to stop and actually it's going to pick up because, again, people are like, how can we help? Okay, I'm going to order a case of cookies. They need somewhere to bake them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I I hate that people who ain't from the city who don't really know just was attacking the business. That that really just sat heavy on my heart because I just was like, y'all ain't from there. So y'all don't really understand the significance or what that business is in that art you know what i'm saying in the city so it's just like i just uh it just bothered me that's what it is like but you know what it ain't even from outside the city you have people like this reading the statuses on facebook and Insta- well why so soon after his death i'm like y'all know scammers don't wait two and three weeks to be like you know what now i'm gonna say they gonna they open up gofundme accounts while everybody emotions high and trying to help so the GoFundMe was definitely needed because then what's going to happen in three, four months when you like, oh, I donated. They're like, we ain't have no GoFundMe account. Well, who do I get my money to? I don't know. Exactly. I have no idea where your money went. So this is more official that you can give where it's like, well, hey, I don't want the cookies, but I do want to help them out. So, right. I, I mean, I don't know. I wish them the best. I know that's a lot. I mean, he died inside the store. And then just thinking about, y'all shot out the whole window to my store. The whole part. It's a crime scene. Like, it would be weeks before their store opened back up. And they were closed on the pandemic. And then now, you know how hard it is to get glass? I need a new windshield. They had to wait weeks for that glass to come in. Oh, man. Shit. Because they was like, it's on back order. And then the other places, of course, that did have the glass. Oh, we want four hundred eighty dollars. Four hundred for what? Shell? No, no. I wait. I can still see through it and all that. So I'm like, just imagine that you got to replace the whole front part of your store. You got to get the glass and then labor. Exactly. You still want to pay your employees wages because it wasn't their fault that this happened. Right. But I don't want them to be out of work like this. Because they or were out of money. Out of work from the pandemic. Right. I mean, it's a lot. And I'm like, I don't $150 probably would really cover all that they lost, but whatever. Because you still got to pay MLG and W. And I don't know if, you know, I'm pretty sure somebody listens, up, but let me tell you, they want the cash. And they don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your shit off. <laughs> so, just like stuff like that. 
Um, and just moving on to Soldier Boy, like, bruh, just be quiet. Like, I feel like this is a classic example of, and I hate the word clout chaser, but this is a classic example of chasing clout. Like, and you what you could have. Just like other artists, you know, Boosie's not even close to my favorite. Hey, I'm pushing my album back. Even if he had, you know, already people like, well, the song that he dropped was already on YouTube. Okay, well, then if it's been on YouTube for a month, you could have wait to do your, I guess, promo for another week. It's already been out for a month. Yeah. So yeah. it's just stuff like. Came, he just then, came to the room. Came yeah. to the fucking room. And then they cocaine. And then when he was like, uh, y'all took me out to Memphis, show y'all. But you don't want to be in Memphis right now. And Memphis nope. don't want you in Memphis right <laughs> nope. now because there is no way them people are going to be able to protect you. And we, the police don't need that right now with everything else that's going on because the first time somebody picked a soldier boy in the mouth, they won't at your head. And you didn't do it. So why would you even want to put it? You say you got paid for the show. Well, let it go. Facts. And, and my fans want to see me, sir. I can bet you 100%. <laughs> You probably had a good hundred people out that whole crap. And I ain't even gonna say I wanted to see you. They just like, you know what, he's gonna be there. Yeah. But no one bought that ticket specifically for soldier boy. Soldier boy. <laughs> <laughs> no one. Oh Jesus. Yeah. 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 Oh man, but prayers and condolences, yeah. obviously, to his family, his babies. Like, I just again, a good dude. He was good to the city. Like, I just, it just make you sad. All right. So from more, from one tragedy to the next, and I'm going to call this a tragedy because it was definitely a, a, I guess not a tragedy, probably a travesty of justice. Maybe that's the better word. So Kyle Rittenhouse, he was on trial in Wisconsin for the murder of two individuals and the attempted murder of another um, he was acquitted. He was acquitted of all charges, so he didn't get not no jail time. Apparently, the jury bought his whole fake cry, self defense shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. I won't sit here and lie and say that I'm surprised because again, this is America, and he's a white kid. I'm not even gonna call him a kid. He's a white man in America, and so yeah, I'm not super surprised about it. I'm not gonna say that I'm surprised at all. I mean, we literally watched George Zimmerman, who isn't even a full white man, murder a 16, 17-year-old child and Trayvon Martin and still walk away on that bullshit. So um, I'm not surprised that Kyle Rittenhouse got off. I will say that what irritates me a lot is I'm at this point, I'm so fed up with just hearing people say, well, don't worry about it. You know, karma gonna come back, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't want to hear that. When stuff like this, like, save that shit like I don't want to hear that shit because I just feel like as black folks we always gotta wait on karma let's what you know what I'm saying like that shouldn't have to be the answer for for the inadequacies of our fucking justice system because we all know if that was a black kid y'all would have been it wouldn't even have been a matter of did he do it or not it would have been a matter would have been in jail are we gonna put him to death or not that's that would have been what that trial would have been about so it just pisses me off. And I like I said, I'm just so tired of hearing the excuses, hearing the, oh, well, karma going to get him or street just mm, fuck all that. Because none of that shit happens. Um, he going to be another little white kid who just 
you know, shit, I'll be surprised if he don't end up being a fucking senator at this point. So <laughs> who knows? Yeah. So what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm definitely, I, re- I wasn't surprised, um, especially with how the trial was going. One surprise that I, it would have actually shocked me more if he would have been found guilty on even one of the counts. I mean, I, I, I definitely are with you where it's like, I, I, I want to see karma instant. I'm sorry. I don't care, you know, whatever, how they, however mean that sounds. I want it to be instant and swift. I do think he has a long, hard road ahead of him, though. And the reason why I say it is because they, oh, oh, he wants to go into medicine. Ain't nobody finna hire him. Ain't nobody. He gonna need racist white people to donate to him forever. But he don't even have to do that. Because didn't you just see the little senator said that he's going to let him, if he wants to be, he can be his intern. And I mean, that, but that, I feel like he's going to be in those minimum. That's why I say a long, hard road, because ain't no big corporation going to take that liability. You you literally going to have to depend on racist white people for the rest of your life. I mean, like. That's pretty lucrative business. I'm not yeah, I mean, because they did give him his defense, but it's, I, I mean, you just, because, I mean, being honest with George Zimmerman, hate him to the core, don't even hate a lot, but him, that's one person that I hate to be core. But he's scum. And he has, like, I want him to die. But he's also in fucking hell. I just, and, but the only thing with Cal, what I feel like is, and I could be wrong, but I feel like he's going to kill again. Because he has gotten off with not even a slap on the wrist, just gotten off free. And he thinks like, oh, I'm vindicated or that was the right thing. And that was not the right thing to do. I know that it was not the right thing to do. If a black mother, any other type of mother would have taken their child across state lines with a weapon to protect property, they would have even got on there and be like, I ain't want you to protect TJ Maxx. What you have there for blah, blah, They would have, both of them would have been on trial. The mother would have been on trial for felony murder and he would have been on trial. The child would have been on trial for murder as well. Because you aided and abated a, a, a murder, a crime. No one asked you to protect any of those businesses out there. And then they getting on TV like, oh, well, um, he's happy. And um, being accepted into Arizona State was the happiest thing in his life and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, whatever. But I definitely think this comes with those consequences of if, like, if you don't catch it now, it's going to happen again. And then that's when people's head gonna roll and be like, well, why did that happen? You let him out free the first time. What do you mean, how did it happen? I and I also that. think that he has a target on his back. And I know the protests he's gonna be able to show up to without being in fucking combat. Yeah. And when I say that's, combat, I mean fire combat. That's my biggest fear, though, is like protests going forward from here. Like, I, I feel like because we obviously we want to con- continue to see people protest and you know but i don't know if i can actively now encourage folks who look like us to to go out to these protests because now they have set a precedent that if some white some white man some white woman whatever feels like they want to play 
judge, jury, and executioner, that they have every right to come to said protest and shoot that shit up. And like, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I want that on my spirit to encourage people to go out there and be like, you know what I'm saying? Risk your lives, risk your baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't, how do we go forward? Because the, like I said, the precedent is set now. Yeah. I definitely think you, if, if the, on the opposing side, if they exercise their second amendment rights, guess what? You need to exercise the same second amendment right. I'll let peaceful protest and we blow up. Uh, Cause they have shown, I mean, we've seen in history time and time again, they have no, no, let me see. No desire to be peaceful ever throughout history from when they made it here to now. No desire to ever be peaceful. So I think we have to take it and take it as face value. You know, people like, well, no, it's not going to go. Yeah, it's actually going to go like that. They're actually decrepit of people. So take it as face value and you arm yourself if you're going to go out there. But can we even do that, though? Because I, I mean, people talk about the Second Amendment right, but does that apply to us for real? Like, do no, you I have mean, faith in that? Because I don't, I don't have faith in that. No, I don't. But as far as those protesters, I guess you can say the ones that were like, "Oh, we're going to build a circle around black people." So if you're going to build the whole circle, and you're going to be the protector and arm yourself. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that, that's I'm my right. because I feel like, of course, with black people, the first time they see, oh, it's a whole school of black people in their arms, the fucking National Guard is going to be called. Right. Um, but these your people. So arm yourself. <laughs> fight the fight. If you're going to do it, just go ahead and do it because I feel like, like just, just seeing on the video, what the fuck you in a courtroom crying out for when you was out there with that rifle? You was big, bold, and bad. You knew what you was going out there to do. Facts. Because had you stayed your ass at home where you supposed to have been, you wouldn't even been out there in a position to be like, oh, I had to defend myself. You were out there shooting people. Right. TJ Maxx, Walgreens, CVS, no one called Kyle to come and protect their shit. And let's just be honest, when people talk about corporations, they told it, them people don't give a fuck about that. They lost a got a hundred thousand dollar worth of damage and they're gonna file a claim for a million dollars. They don't care. They don't give two fucks, not at all. And probably throw up another one right there in this place. Right. And then gonna call a savage company coming to shit that they can't sell and put and gonna put in a write it on their insurance for full price. Yep. They gonna get paid twice for the same shit. And y'all out here will. This the community. This you know the community has always and will always be the fucking people. So if the people are hurting, the community is hurt. There it is. That's true. That's true. I don't know. It's just it's a it's a world we live in. That's all I can say. It is a world that we fucking live in. Cause it's just it's been a tough week, and that's why I just was like, man, mental health check on all the folks, man. Because shit, too much shit been going on. Too much yeah. shit has been going on. Too much the only thing I gotta say is in the Amal Aubrey case, they better be Listen, they don't they don't have that that one. That one, whoo, baby. They they don't they better come back with a guilty verdict because shit gonna go down. I can already sense that. It's it's been too much. It's been too much. And then that little defense attorney 
been egging that shit on. How the fuck in there talking about some these black pastors? We don't need no more here. The fuck? Are you kidding me right now? Show all race. His mom is intimidating the jury by crying. The fuck you mean she intimidated? She just had to see pictures of her dead fucking child that nobody even tried to fucking help. The fucking police officer just sat and watched her child bleed the fuck out. The fuck you mean? Like, I don't know. And no more. We don't need no more black preachers. I don't give everybody, every black preacher that was available should have came and said in that motherfucker. Absolutely. Every one of them. Okay. Well, since you don't want it, let me go. I'm going to go and I'm going to sit in there. Ain't nobody intimidating no fucking jury. Be like, bro, these men literally chased this man down. He had no weapon. Wasn't even the person that broke into the house before. And again, over and over again, this man didn't ask you to protect his property. He didn't ask you to do that. You took it upon yourself to do that. And then now when it comes time for the consequences, it's, well, he didn't verbally or he didn't physically threaten me another so how else would you he didn't verbally threaten you you and whatever he said after you were chasing at him you deserved it they're just like when zimmerman was talking about well trayvon was hitting me did you just chase down this child with a fucking gun right and because you got your ass whooped you decided to kill him and i it's over like it i was telling my mama and i told my like it kills me. All these videos that we see of just like regular, you know, racial aggressions or whatever, transgressions, is they will literally commit a crime trying to quote unquote stop a crime. Like, and be committing felonies. Y'all be committing kidnapping because you don't want somebody to leave a parking spot. Man, it's kidnapping. You can't hold me here. You can't hold nobody here. Listen. Committing all kind of fucking felonies with no type of nothing. It just boggled my mind. Like when I saw, like, um, not to even go back to um, the whole Kyle thing, but when I saw all the black people, because you remember when the judge, the one charge that people thought he was at least going to get um, was the one for the gun. And where you saw the judge throw it out, and like you literally just saw a barrage of black uh, men. And, and women who were like man when I was 16 17 I got caught with a gun and got sentenced for two or three years just for you know what I'm saying or I was in the vicinity of a gun got two to three like we don't get that type of you know what I'm saying? like that's that's the shit that irks me when people say that the justice system works and it's fair for not for us Listen. it works and it's fair for the people it was established for white people for the rest of us, anybody who is not white, who does not look like justice, does not serve us. Police don't fucking serve us. Like, they don't, like, the whole system is just. Did you see the case? Um, This is kind of off of how but it goes into play about the justice system. The man that, or, yeah, man, that sexually assaulted the four teenagers and the judge said it wouldn't be fair that he goes to jail. What? Listen. And one of the victims was like, if you let him out, he's going to do it again. Uh, I'm pretty sure for one all of his victims. Exactly. Exactly. I just, the whole thing boggles my mind. 
Um, and this is since we are here. Um, I just I forgot because we didn't mention we haven't been on for a while, so we didn't get to mention it. Um, Julius Jones, I believe his last name is, who mm-hmm. they just granted him a stay. He was scheduled to be executed in Oklahoma. He was granted a stay, um, so he will not be executed. But the fucking governor instead sentenced him to life without the opportunity of parole, pretty much going against everything that his own state parole board said, which was that a miscarriage of justice and that he should not be in jail at all because he is innocent. Um, If you know the facts of the case, then you know um, he has a he has a solid alibi um, of of him not being there. The person who actually committed the murder confessed, yet an innocent man was was literally hours away from being executed and has spent over 20 years in a prison cell for a crime that he did not commit and will continue if the governor in that state has its way, will continue to sit in a jail for the rest of his life. Disgusting. I don't know. It just—I haven't read even the facts of it. Like that's just how warped my head been from all this shit. That I'm like, <laughs> and I know it's it it takes you know research and stuff, but I don't like this shit. Of waiting until eleven fifty and they said to be executed at midnight. Like I, it's just something to me that's just so cruel and callous about it. So it's like I know I can't explain it because I like I said I know it's like. Oh, please look at this. I'm like, you ain't had all day where you could have been like, you know what? This take precedent because it's somebody like, I'm not going to wait until the last minute to do before it. Like, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. It's just something about it that's just fucked up to me. I don't like it. And the sad part is like the spirit of Black folks and that he even said because they give you like a, a couple hours before they give you before you're sentenced to death, they give you like a drug, an anxiety drug that's supposed to keep you from, you know, once you're in there and they're in jail, you know what I mean? Pretty much mm-hmm. having a panic attack and all of that stuff like this. So that the execution, when they execute, you can go as seamless as they want it. Like he, to hear him say, I don't need that. I refuse it because my conscience is clear because I know I didn't commit this crime. Just just that that in itself it just i don't know there's just so much about our justice system that fucks with my my spirit there's so much about this country that fucks with my spirit like i don't know it's just been a lot a lot this week i'm still like when is the reckoning gonna come for this motherfucker i know i'm here and i'm still like i'm over this shit look I've, I, I've said it once, I've said it twice, and I meant that shit. The moment they say they taking motherfuckers to Mars, I'm volunteering and saying, leave the rest of y'all motherfuckers here. Don't, <laughs> I don't want I'm hoping that they all go and then just be like, leave us here so we can chill. Bye. Shit. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be Bill Bezos round their ass up and you can go. Elon Musk can all, goodbye. Don't want to be on the same planet with y'all motherfuckers. No but then motherfuckers. if it's already people there, you're gonna be a colonizer so it's like i don't want that on my spirit <laughs> listen i come in peace that i come in peace i just want to fit into y'all society because i'm sick of this shit <laughs> be like listen i ain't like them i'm vaccinated i ain't got 
Listen, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to take over nothing. Right. I'm just trying to incorporate y'all shit that y'all got going on. Cause I know for a fact y'all see the shit they doing down there. I don't. I don't want no parts of that shit. Right. <laughs> I know y'all are privileged in child news. Like, look at this shit that they do. Like, this is just exactly. I'll be telling the aliens, look, if y'all gonna take some people, man, I volunteer. I volunteer as tribute, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> All that aside, we got one more hot topic to go. Whew. All right. This one is, is it's not, obviously there's no death involved, but it's just as fucking crazy. Um, the baby and Danny Lee. I, listen, I don't even fucking know what happened. All I know is I hopped on Instagram and I just saw shit went crazy. Um, apparently she was staying with him with her newborn baby, and he attempted to put her out in the streets. Like she didn't have no family, nobody there with her. It was just her and her child. He called the police on her. She's been charged with like a simple assault or some shit i don't know but nonetheless they were on instagram going back and forth in the same house recording videos on instagram live going back and forth he calling her a side piece she's saying no nigga that was never that dropping receipts on his ass then his baby mama decides she want to chime in to the circus like child what are your thoughts on that whole thing it's like both of them deserve each other like just ridiculous um i i the only person that i really felt bad about was the baby and when i say the baby i mean the actual little baby baby um not the pt cruiser head baby but um just for her sitting there feeding the baby and you are gonna like don't do that um, I definitely think he was gaslighting her. He was definitely trying to get a rise out of her because it's like if she feeding the baby, I ain't saying nothing, just be quiet. I don't know. I just like I said, I ain't really feel like a big way about it because I'm like, you the yellow bone pick that he wanted and you got him, he got you. Um, I do think he lied when he was talking about a glorified side chick. Nigga, that wasn't no dad. That was your girl. I ain't no glorified side chick you've been on the internet talking about, I love you and you kissing all in on the Nigga, that ain't side chick behavior. That was your girlfriend. Yeah. I definitely the baby mama should have stayed out of. Um, and the reason why I say that is because you pregnant by him again, knowing that he got her pregnant and he let her disrespect you in the open. Sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you went and got another baby by him. And he's sleeping with her unprotected. Like, it's just too much going on. Just take, you should have just sit, set that one out. Exactly. Just sit it out and just pile it today. But other than that, I mean, I wish her the best. And hopefully she stay away from him for the long term and she just, you know, raise her child. Um, I do think personally, um, just given his attitude and his mannerisms, you know, people like, well, why she didn't leave? I do think he one of those people that was like, Use my language, bitch. You can leave and leave my baby here. Nigga, I'm not leaving my three months old here with you. Yeah. Like he he give me those vibes. But like I said, other than that, I just wish them both the best. Um, far as the baby and the little baby and Danny Lee. But man, and the baby mama, I hope she gets some fucking sense about herself because baby girl, you know, people like with Mimi trying to tell her, uh, yeah, because she'd have been through the same shit with him before. And he's still fucking embarrassing her. You got a baby by a dude that's trash. 
Like I used to like him before I figured out like this nigga is trash. Trash. Okay, listen, I I ain't fucked with him since he hit that black girl in the face. Like that enough that was enough for me. Like I that's what I don't understand about folks. Like y'all will give certain folks passes and passes and passes. When he hit that black girl in the face, that was a fucking enough for right. me. Like I didn't need to see nothing else from that nigga to be like, oh no, I don't fuck with this nigga. I'm not finna listen to this nigga's music. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah. It's tar- it, as far as the whole thing with Danny Lay, I feel like she kind of knew what she signed up for. Like she knew who she was dealing with. Um, the baby mom, I'm with you. She should have sat that shit out because he ain't been doing shit but embarrassing you since from some from day one, sis. Since we found out who the baby was, all we've been seeing him do is embarrass the fuck out of you. I would never get on the internet and be proud of that shit. Like, how you calling her a side chick? Because essentially, baby, y'all in the same position. If she a side chick, then shit, you are too. Ain't either one of y'all the main chick. Right. Like, y'all in the same fucking boat together. Having a baby with a nigga that can't give two fucks about you or her. And he he didn't show both of y'all that. So I don't, I don't know. I'm with you though. Like the only person I feel sad for is the child. Um, the rest of y'all grown ass adults, get your shit together and stop bringing that shit to Instagram. Okay, period. Even when he just reported out when he was like her parents disowned her, I'm like, nah, her parents knew what the fuck you was, and was like, leave him the fuck alone. Facts. Like, they ain't want to fuck with you and they ain't want her fucking with you. So it's like, I'm just going to stay out of it and let you deal with it. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers be seeing shit. They ain't no fool. Like, I ain't even like how he drags her family drama into whatever that girl got going on with her family, whatever drama that is, that's between her and her family. I'm pretty sure you don't get along with everybody in your family always. Why would you do that? Like it, I it was just straight up bitch nigga vibes for me. And even you know, I like I said, she not my favorite. Um, especially with her just dropping that nigga word, like like girl, you ain't black. Come on with it, man. You mm-hmm. are not black, so like, that word you need to cross out your vocabulary. But just I don't, like I said, it didn't settle well in my sphere. Like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, but of course, you know I you doing. Like, you did it to fucking embarrass her. But I feel like it showed that you, you a bitch-ass nigga. Like, yeah, absolutely. Let out. Let's you go. bought up some shit that didn't even matter in the grand scheme of things. And then you want your baby mom to get out with your baby. Like, I, I don't like how women be like, well, why she just didn't leave? They go work. Yeah, you can say all day, well, go get a hotel. Y'all know it's still COVID going on. A lot of hotels don't give out baby beds anymore. Yeah. Oh, I don't really want my baby in that baby bed because it's COVID going out. I don't really want to get out with my baby late at night at a place that I don't know. Like, it, it's just so many things that I'm like, do y'all realize, see here and think, like, if he was really fucked up about her being there, it's like, you know what? He could have left. Right, he could have just let me like, no, I'm gonna go get a room for a night, and yeah. then that way when I come back tomorrow, you can be home. Yeah. I, I, don't, um, I ain't like that. 
complete mess, a complete, complete mess. Nonetheless, as you said, well, we wish the child well. We wish Danny Lee well. She seemed like hopefully she, um, they said that she got out of there and she's back in her own little space or whatnot. So hopefully she learned something from this. That's how you can say. Hopefully she learned something from it and just take care of her fucking child and do what she got to do. And that's that, you know? Yeah. So that is it for us in Hot Topics this week. Let's go ahead and jump into the relationship portion of the show. Alrighty. So this was a conversation that I saw on The Real. AX, do women also have placeholders? Um, For people that don't know what a placeholder is, it's basically a person in a spot, you know, takes their emotional, I guess, role on in a relationship or um, a lot of men do it um, with their girl best friends. Um, So it's like, do women also do that? So what do you think? I think some women do it. I do think that women have placeholders like they have people in their life that they just even I'm even even going beyond friendship I'm talking relationship wise who they just settle for until they find whatever it is they feel like they're looking for is better or is in alliance with what they want like we see it I feel like I see that shit all the fucking time like a lot of women do that shit like well he isn't exactly what I want but I'm lonely or I want to be a mom or society told me I'm 30 so I should be married or this that you know what I mean like I feel like we see a lot of that shit so I definitely think women have placeholders what about you Uh, definitely um I am guilty of having placeholders Uh, I I know it's a bad thing and you're wasting people time but I feel like that's the game that you play with dating. It's like, well, not so much as the game, but the risk that you take with dating is that you might be a placeholder. I don't think it's necessarily anything wrong with being a placeholder, especially if it's like, listen, marriage. Like, I feel like if a marriage conversation comes with like, eh, you ain't there yet. I don't, don't view you like that or, you know, something like that. Or let me go ahead and, you know, exclude myself from the picture. But yeah, I mean, I'm with you like you said. Like we'll have a dude to be like, oh, he might have to eat dude. <laughs> or, you know, he'll come over and fix my tire and I feel comfortable. He can spend a night and stuff like that. I had this drinking dude that I can go out and drink with and chill. I, you know, or my sex buddy. And they don't necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Most definitely. Um, I do say the only thing I say about that, um, that I caution is that like, with placeholders is just let it be that and and be upfront with your shit. Like, don't I don't like when people have those placeholders and they not upfront about it. Like, you're literally stringing people along for years upon years upon years, making them think it's more than what it is. Now that shit, that's that's a whole nother level of fuckery. Like, yeah. don't don't do people like that. Don't have somebody sitting in, you know what I'm saying? Like them girls who be sitting in them relationships for like 10, 15 years. And then literally after 10 or 15 years waiting on you, you bounce on them. And six months later, you married and yeah, yeah. expecting a baby. And they like looking like, what the fuck? I just wasted 10, 15. Like you should have told baby girl, like, 
So the real, real is that you're not what I want, you know, like you're not what I, you know, but I'm with you at this time because, you know, I, I, I haven't got to the status that I think will get the woman that I want, type of woman that I want. So, you know, let, be upfront about that shit. Now, if she willing to sit through all that for all them years, then that's on her. But at least be honest about that shit. Don't have somebody sitting for like 10, 15 years. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. I... And I think we see that phenomenon with like girl best friends when dudes like, oh yeah, this is my woman best friend. And then when you come along as the, you know, his woman or wife or girlfriend, and you like, why the fuck is she at? Christ. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, oh, because a lot of times men take care of women best friends and she be a placeholder. She cook for him, she clean for him. She help him make appointments. She might travel and go to Thanksgiving dinner with the family. So she think whenever he is ready, he's me. And then he go and get a girlfriend and like, oh no, it's actually her. And you know, they don't know how to do it. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. But it's, like you said, it's just like, I'm good. So yeah. it goes twice. Mm-hmm. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> um, question is worse a broke man or a cheap man oh shit both (laughs) um i don't even know how you choose between because both of them are terrible like if you think about like a cheap man you can't really do shit with because he cheap so you know he gonna he gonna be trying to count count the bill before y'all even experience anything like y'all can't do shit y'all not gonna be you you want to go to the movies and di- well i mean we can't go to both because you know it add up it costs this this and that and that and that and i ain't got no you know what, nigga? i'm just gonna go by myself like i don't even need you to go with me like you know what i'm gonna go sit at a movie by myself and go after that go grab me a good ass meal and don't ask me to bring you nothing because no i'm not you know what I mean? So, like, a, a ch- your cheap nigga, you can't do nothing with. And then a broke one, you can't do nothing Because <laughs> he ain't got no coins. So, it's like, what y'all gonna do? You know what I mean? Like, where y'all gonna... I mean, unless he... Maybe he's super, super creative. Like, if he's a creative dude and, like, he, he can come up with ways for you to still experience life and do things in life. That maybe, you know, I don't know, like if he's like a painter and he takes you to like a free art show or something, you know, if y'all are into shit like that, or he sets up like a beautiful picnic for you and he cooks and he cl- like he do all the e- other extra shit. I don't, maybe. So I guess maybe, I, listen, I don't know, but either way it goes, neither one sounds like super, super appealing to me. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with cheap. And the reason why I feel like broke can be like a momentary type thing. It's like mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, okay, this person broke. I feel like you can always make money or make more money. Um, you can come up. But right. I feel like cheap is just a personality thing. It's like, you know, broke is just like, okay, I don't have it. That's the reason why I'm not spending it. Cheap is I have it and I ain't going to fucking spend it. So I don't it's definitely cheap for me because I feel like I hate cheap ass fucking people. Like, don't go no fucking world with me and you cheap. Yes, 
it, it just boiled my blood. You over there count fucking coins and um, I don't want to go here and eat or we in, you know, you know, Miami or something, you trying to go to Chick-fil-A. Be like, um, we had Chick-fil-A at the house. But whoo, child, I can't stand a person like that. I ain't gonna lie to you. I hate I, that's why I like hate. I mean, like I go if it if it gotta be like a quick meal, it quick meal need some food and like right right now or something like that and we gotta go and check in the hotel or something okay cool right. but if it's something that we sitting like what we gonna eat and we sitting on our phone looking at you like oh they got chick chick for who <laughs> girl you gonna get that chick for late like I was real live in LA with somebody and they was like they don't see a catfish here bitch in LA like this kind of off topic but bitch in LA catfish and you right at the ocean and you want some catfish you could have ate that at the house, girl. You could have stayed at home for that. Right. You'd be like, girl, we should have went to New Orleans. Like, if, no, ma'am. But it's definitely cheap for me. Because like I say, it's just the fact that you have the means and you don't fucking do it. Like, get your ass away from me. My yeah, nerves. <laughs> like, that's the worst combination. Broke and cheap. Like, fuck. I feel like you have to pick a struggle. Like, you can't be both. I'm sorry. <laughs> broke and cheap. Like, you have to pick a fucking struggle. Like you said, like, we're broke. Like, I can understand because people lose jobs. Shit happens. But if you broke and then you also cheap on top of that, nah. Like, so when I'm sticking around and when you get the money, we still gonna be over here. Oh, no. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. 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 <laughs> So I guess that's all we got for relationships this week. Let's go ahead and jump into the new music, books, TV, all of that jazz, reviews, anything like that. What you got this week? Really just been listening to like Afrobeats, like, of course, you know, the big of, you know, the um, Burner Boys and Outlet and Kid, but, you know, like just like Apple Music. I I've been using the feature, but just like now, actually, like when you pick one song and then they start just like almost like Pandora, um, you listen to the song and then they just give you like similar you know tunes or whatever. So definitely been on Afro beats, on the darn gone TikTok favorite the CK song love. I don't know how to say the other word. Um, that's my shit. I be playing it on repeat. That's about it as far as music. Um, with TV, I watched this documentary. It's called Enemy of the State, and it's about this dude. He was first of all, his parents had high clearance in the military, both of his parents, and he grew up, still stayed at home with his parents in his mid twenties. He ended up being in the military, high clearance. The government came after him hard, like hard as fuck. So they were basically saying that he was trying to sell the U.S. secrets to Russia. Russia told him he went to the Russia embassy in Russia and was like, I got information. They told him, okay, you got information. Go home, go to Canada. We're going to have somebody to meet you there. They'll take the information from you. Boom. Get home. He ended up accessing some file. And it triggered the CIA. So they're saying that the CIA appearance is basically saying he's now in jail for child pornography. 
So they're saying that he, they framed him on a child pornography because he was selling government or trying to sell government secrets. Me personally, just watching it, you do have to watch it because it's like convoluted because he goes to Canada on a student visa and he has to come back. So obviously when you're on a student visa to reset it, I don't know if the U.S. is the same way to reset the visa. You just have to come back into the U.S. and then you can go right back into Canada. So of course the U.S. was waiting on him. He wanted to reset his visa. Boom. They picked him up. Now when he was supposed to go to jail, he was out on bond. His parents tried to escape to Canada, Canada again to seek asylum. Canada was like, nope. When they secured that he wasn't going to get the death penalty, they told him they had to leave. But personally, me personally, just watching it, I do think he was in the child pornography BS. And it just so happened that he accessed that file. Put them on the radar. I do think the government dealt with him harsh and they did harm him or beat him or whatever. I do. I think all of those are true. Okay. His victims, like they talk to them and they pick them out. And not saying that the government is not fucking shady, um, but you had already met them before you accessed that file. Right. I think the person that produced the documentary did a good side where it didn't necessarily take a side. Um, it was just showing like these are the facts of the case for you to kind of draw your own conclusion what happened. And I do think his parents were involved as well because they had high parents in the government also. So I think they just put him out to do it because one of the parts of the documentary is they didn't even want to let his, his attorney alone. Late 20s at the point. Why he can't speak to his attorney by himself? So yeah, but it's a good thing to check out. Um, I caught up on um, another show, Law and Order. Um, shit, and I forget the name of it. Organized Crime. Um, that's the spinoff with Stabler. Last season was a little slow uh, for anybody that want to check it out. It was a little slow, but it was the first season. This season right here, though? This new season? Season mm-hmm. two? Came with the heat. Like, I was mad when I caught up. Like, you know how you catch up on a show and you be like, yeah, damn it. I want to know what's going to happen. So, yeah. But other than that, it was good. Uh, really good show and then of course i've been watching judge netflix during my work day which is probably not the best um because i just watched it so much i just started dreaming about him calling people crackheads so yeah but it should be so funny how he say crackhead every time he calls somebody a crackhead or accuse somebody of smoking crack i just laugh because it's hilarious okay. but yeah that's all for me how about yourself um so um again since it's been a little bit since we've been on i checked out summer walker's second album still over it so i feel like i'm gonna get hell for this but i ain't like it (laughs) i didn't like it all that much um i like the first one better i just feel like i don't know like if it's like um I don't know how to describe it, but I just feel like with Summer Walker, like when I was listening, I don't know. I just, you, you, you know what? No, let me scratch. I do know how to describe it. You, you know, with Mary J. Blige, Mary J. Blige ain't even like the best singer in the world. But like when she sang a record, like I 
felt that shit. Like, you remember when she did I'm Not Gonna Cry? Like, you felt that shit. But, like, with Summer, I don't know if, like, I just didn't, with the with the records, like, her voice and what she was, like, I didn't connect with the pain. I'm sorry. I just didn't connect it. I, it just wasn't my favorite. I liked her first album better. The second one was not my favorite. Um, she had a couple little bops on there, but it just, it didn't do it for me. Not the way Over It did. Over It still, to me, was better, but I get it. You know, I know why people liked it. You know, especially if you're going through some shit or he want your fuck nigga shit. Like, I get it. <laughs> but, um, but still, like I said, I like I said, my biggest thing is I just don't her her voice and 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 summer to me is a, not a terrible singer she's a good singer she's a decent singer i just feel like her voice she don't it don't connect with me in terms of like the with the pain like i said the best way i could describe it is just to take think about mary j blige you know what i'm saying because again i don't even think mary j blige is the best especially having seen mary in concert and i'm gonna just keep it a buck you remember when we went to mary concert mary can sing that whole fucking the whole the audience sang for Mary that whole show. So that should just let y'all know some shit. But no, um, I feel like with um Mary though, when she do a record, like you feel that shit. Like you can feel the pain when she sing her shit. And like I just don't get that with Summer. Like I don't feel that. So that's why I didn't really like it that much. Um also, I'm checking out the Silk Sonic album. I know it's only nine tracks. I should be done with it. I should be finished listening to it. But y'all got to understand, like, when I listen to music, sometimes I come, I'll either go all the way through it and then come back to it, or I'll just, like, listen to a couple tracks, come back, listen to a couple tracks. Especially if I, now if I like it, I'll break it up. Because I enjoy, like, I like Bruno Mars. I like Anderson Pac separately. And I like them together. So I don't mind like coming through. I, like I knew it was going to be a vibe for me that I was going to enjoy and like. So I haven't got through all nine tracks yet, but I'm enjoying it. But I expected to enjoy it again. Because like I said, I'm a fan of both of them separately and together. I enjoy their music. They make me laugh. And they, they, do, they do good videos too. Like they're creative. The shit makes me laugh. Um, <laughs> that smoking out the window video is funny as fuck. I'm sorry. Well, well baby um dropped on the fucking floor and and just laid there i was like bruh (laughs) y'all are extra as fuck but um so yeah that's my take on those two albums in terms of tv i will say i've been checking out obviously i've been checking out insecure i feel like we should save insecure since we're already shit it's insecure what is it gonna have maybe what eight episodes maybe what do they normally have? Eight or ten episodes? I don't know. Uh, I want to say. Is it? Well, I don't know. I feel like ten. ten okay. But I, I don't know. Eight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's a, not a lot of episodes that they have. And we are, basically, I feel like we at the midway point. You with. <laughs> so we might as well save it until the end of the season. And then we'll do like a full review of Insecure. Nonetheless, I will say my only critique right now, I will say, is that for this to be the last season, I don't know if, if you feel like this or not, but it ain't hitting this like the way it used to hit. Like, I'm not like, I'm not as super yeah. as impressed with it. Like, I'm just like, 
this is the last season and this is what y'all coming with like y'all ain't came hard enough for me yet. i don't know anyway but we'll see there's still a couple more episodes to go so i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep going with it i've been watching queens on abc um i know i was heavy on the critique after the first episode but it's picked up and it's been really good i still don't really like the pacing of the show the pacing still bothers me but it's it's a good show so i'm enjoying it in, in terms of that and yeah, that's pretty much it on my end in terms of, yeah, books, TV, music, and all of that jazz. Anything else on your end, Fallon Dan? Nothing else for me. All right, so I'm going to very quickly jump into the nerd moment of the week. And this week is just a couple of quick hitters. Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg's Uncharted trailer has hit. It's been out for a couple of weeks. Well, at least a week or two. Um, Uncharted, obviously, is a video, very popular video game. If you haven't played it, it's super fun. I enjoy it. Um, but uh, the movie looks interesting. Um, also on Batwoman, Nicole Kung. I, I feel like I'm saying her last name. I can't remember. King Kung, something like that. She has become the first Asian actress to play Poison Ivy, even though it's only temporary because she's not the real Poison Ivy. She's just been infected by one of Poison Ivy's vines. It's still an epic moment. Um, Again, if you're not watching Batwoman, again, please, please, please check it out because they are really trying to get get the Black folks up out of here. So support the show if you can. Also, Eternals, it's obviously it's already hit movie theaters it's been at the top of the box office for a while now even though it was panned by critics so it was one of the worst rated marvel movies to date but apparently the people who went to see it enjoyed it i haven't seen it yet i'm probably gonna wait until it's on disney plus to check it out but because i just again it was another one of the marvel movies that i just wasn't like the story i wasn't like interested in seeing i feel like if you're going to give me an ensemble team you know the ensemble team that we all want to see is X-Men. Like, we don't give, I mean, I'm just to be honest, I don't give a fuck about the Eternals. I want to see the goddamn X-Men. So Marvel, please give us the X-Men. But nonetheless, the people who went to saw it enjoyed it. So there you have that. And also um, on the CW, Armageddon has kicked off Flash season eight. Starts off obviously with the five episode Armageddon. It has kicked off, it kicked off on Tuesday this week. I'm enjoying it so far. I like the first episode. Hopefully, I mean, season seven was a tragedy last season for The Flash. So, so far, so good. I like the level up um, that Iris has, having her whole media company now. Successful Black woman. Come on, I'm with it. I love it. Enjoy it. Um, And yeah, that's it for me in terms of the nerd moment of the week. And uh, yeah, that's all I got this week. Anything else for you, Fallon? All right. Well, then I want to thank you guys, per usual, for checking us out, listening, being patient with us. And we will see you guys or talk to you guys next week. Good night, guys.